After a long day, make sure you sit back, relax, and come to get your suggested intake of randomness. And on today's podcast, I talk about sports in Japan. So let's get into it. So today I went to watch a uh, professional volleyball match, my first time ever watching a professional volleyball match uh, in person. And to say the least, it was amazing. Um, I got to watch multiple teams and got to see multiple All Japan national team members who played in the World Cup and will more than likely play in the Olympics next year. Um the skill level that they have is so far beyond anything else I've seen before in my life. I've watched college ball. I've, I play volleyball myself. Um, I'm part of the first team here at the university of Kitakyushu where I'm studying at right now. Um, and these teams are far and beyond anything this team at this university could ever currently imagined to be. I'm sure a lot of them will be working hard and will probably make it there eventually. But right now, it's just insane what those people can do on the court. Um, especially there were a couple uh, that stood out to me. One was uh, Kugo. Um, Kuga. Kuga, not Kugo. Kuga. Uh, he was the... Team Japan uh, main libero, um, and he was on a team called the Wild Cats, I believe wasn't their name, or the Wild Dogs or something like that. Um, they played in the first match against the team from Kitakyushu, so unfortunately I was rooting against him, but his team won, so that was unfortunate for us. Um, <clears throat> and then there was, on the second match, there was a guy named Nishida, which who is an absolute beast. So a lot of people think that um, volleyball is dominated by everybody who's just tall. You have to be tall to play volleyball. Um, it's not untrue that being tall really helps. Same with basketball. Um, the taller you are, the higher you can jump, the larger your uh, wingspan is, everything else. So that does help quite a bit, especially in volleyball where you're jumping to try to block people. If you're taller than the other person and you can stay in the air longer, you have a better chance of blocking them. Um, that's just the way it is. Uh, Nishida doesn't seem to be extremely tall. He might be like 6'2", six, 6'3", six, which in comparison to everyone else on those teams is not that tall at all. Um, on the team going against him, there was a guy with the last name of Edgar, I think. I think his name was Tom Edgar. He was a non-Japanese person on one of their teams, and he was at least two meters tall. So to put that in perspective, I think that's like 6'10", somewhere around there, um, maybe taller. Um, not 100% sure. My math isn't working right now, so I wouldn't be able to tell you exactly. Um, and But this Nishida guy is... He's insane. His spikes have so much velocity on them, and I can't even imagine trying to receive any of his spikes or any of his serves, even. His serves were like bullets. Um, even the other team, they're... Um, 
their cheering section was definitely in awe whenever Nishida hit the ball. Um, there were oohs and ahs, which there wasn't really for anybody else. Um, but, I mean, he is the superstar of Japan. He's the ace of the Japan team. You can look him up. Uh, Yuji Nishida, I think his name is, or Yujiyo Nishida or something like that. If you search Nishida Japan Volleyball, you will find him, and he will be the number one uh, search that will come back at you, the number one result. I can promise you on that. Um, <clears throat> so I went with my host family. It was really, really fun. Um, my host mom uh, used to coach volleyball. She played volleyball when she was in high school, and she's um, coached multiple high school teams. So there's a lot in common that her and I have, which is really fun. Um She's also technically the coach for the um, for the international uh, students team that we have for the upcoming school sports festival, um, which is not tomorrow, but the next Sunday. Um, I'm also part of that team. I mean, it's for fun. We're not expecting to be super competitive. Most of the people on that team, a lot of people on that team have never played volleyball or in a competitive scene. Um, some of them have never played, period. Um, so that's a whole different thing. But on that note, <clears throat> one of the things that I do want to quickly talk about, and I'm going to try to make this a quick uh, episode, is just, a, once again, a, another difference that I see in Japan versus America, which is in the way that kids were raised for sports. Um, in America, there are lots of students who have never touched a sport. They've never touched a volleyball in their life. They've never played volleyball. They've never played badminton or basketball or anything. Um, I was probably one of those. I was not one of those kids. I've played a lot of sports. Um, and I'm glad I did. Um, <clears throat> but I have had a lot of friends because I do play a lot of video games and I play them with friends and I have had a lot of friends who have never played a sport and they hate sports. They think sports are stupid. Um, so whenever I hang out with them and we are doing something like throwing a Frisbee or just hitting a volleyball lightly, they've never done it before. So they don't know how to do it. They may they don't even know the basics of how to hit a volleyball or how to play catch, how to throw a softball, how to throw a baseball. Um, so, and to me, that's something that's strange considering my parents both played sports and uh, my mom still plays softball. And so I've been around sports my entire life um, to some degree, at least. So it's very strange for me to see people who have never played any form of sport, even just playing with friends or playing with their parents, throwing a football in the streets, which is a very American thing to do, which is playing games in the street. Um, and then basically when a car comes around, you yell car and everyone scrambles for the side. Um, <clears throat> but another, but in, here in Japan, there's time, there's even, they have days back in, in their high schools here, uh, middle schools and high schools and even some colleges that they call a different form of sports festival um, or they just have sports week. 
where each day, each class, uh, you have your homeroom class, and each homeroom goes up against each other in different sports, running, volleyball, basketball, blah, 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 blah. And it's a huge thing. Like, literally, there are some days where they don't do academics. It's just sports, and everybody participates. So, as someone who has been the president of the volleyball club back at my home uh, college in the U.S., um, who actually started that volleyball club, um, a large portion of our club has been Japanese students who are over there on an exchange program, same thing I'm doing here now. And so <clears throat> it's very interesting because they all know basics, like they all know how to bump the ball, somewhat how to set the ball. They know the rules. While I see Americans who, hmm, they've, like I said, they've never touched a volleyball in their life, which I won't say is a bad thing. I can always teach people, and I know plenty of people who can teach how to play volleyball or how to play any sport. Um, but the fact that it's so widespread for people to have never touched a sport to me is a little bit sad because um, I think sports is a great way to keep in shape. A lot of people hate going to the gym just because it's boring. You're constantly doing the same thing over and over and over again. It's repetitive and you're doing it usually by yourself. Um, and I mean, it hurts. Like if you push yourself to limit it, you're going to be sore. It's going to be painful, uh, especially at first. And you're not going to like it at first. That's just the way it is. Rarely does anybody begin to work out and enjoy it from the very beginning. Um, you, It's an acquired taste uh, for a lot of people. So <clears throat> on that note, um, I think our school system needs to really start pushing sports a little bit more and offer a wider variety. In the U.S., boys' volleyball is not a thing. It's not, at least not where I'm from, because they have to keep that equal amount of girls versus boys sports, boys volleyball is not a thing, because if they added boys volleyball, they now have to add another girls sport, and there are plenty of other sports in line before volleyball. Um, lacrosse would pro is probably going to be the next uh, sport to make the sport class instead of a club for um, boys. Um I can't imagine volleyball getting anywhere near it because right now it's not seen as a large sport in the U.S., um, which I think is kind of a shame. There's a, I don't know if it's a stereotype or just a bias against men's volleyball. Um, lots of guys see volleyball and all they want to think about is girls in really, really, really tight shorts and really short shorts. And that's all they want to think about. Um, and so they really don't want to think about guys in those really short, short, and really uh, tight shorts. Which, I mean, yes, uh, volleyball shorts are shorter than, say, basketball shorts. Basketball shorts have, have only been that long since, what, basically Michael Jordan made it popular. Um, before that, they were up halfway up their thighs and that's where shorts were now they're down to your knees um volleyball shorts are about halfway up your thighs maybe a little bit lower depending on how long your legs are for me they would be halfway up my thighs or possibly even higher because i have 
fairly long legs um, and a skinny waist, so I can't get something super big to make it go down because then it wouldn't fit around my waist. So I guess my whole thing with this today is I think as a country for the for the reason of helping the future generation not only health wise but just ability wise being able to get them to try a bunch of things we should really start pushing sports a little bit more understandable you know some kids they're not going to like it like i'm not telling parents to push them and push them and push them and push them and push them into being competitive into a sport what i'm saying is get kids have them join a sports team like a metro sports team or a small little rec um parks and rec sports team or whatever for a year or two depending on what sport they want to do um and just have them try it um there's nothing wrong with having them try it if they don't like it they don't like it and that's fine but multiple things come out of sports one physical fitness um I believe that if we push them in, if we have them do even just one season of a singular sport, there will be a higher fitness level um, in our upcoming generations. And not only that, it's especially if it's a team sport such as baseball, volleyball, football, softball, base. Uh, I said baseball, soccer, any of those things. There's the whole teamwork aspect, and you can get that from esports and you can get that from video games i'm not saying you can't but there's something about the atmosphere that comes along with the traditional sports that i think can be very important and can be very helpful if say your kid wants to go into esports they want to go into esports one a lot of kids want to go into esports because they think that oh i can just sit there and i don't have to do any physical exercise i don't have to do anything physical to be a major esport player. The thing is, to keep your reaction times that quick, and to be able to keep your your mentality and your body to be able to keep up with you to play those games to get what is it platinum diamond level on siege or whatever it is to be able to keep up with that, you have to have a fairly physical body. You have to keep up with your body. Your body has to be fairly fit and at least giving them that one year of that one season of a sport where maybe a coach teaches them the proper way to stretch, the proper way to work out, proper way to do cardio. That will be the difference maker between them being able to make it as an esports player and not being able to make it as an esports player. So that's all I'm going to do for today. Just, I just wanted to say, and I want to talk about the sports uh, situation as I see it. Um, today was amazing. Um, we were only supposed to stay for one match. We ended up staying for both matches that were on today um, that we knew of. And the atmosphere was amazing. Everybody was so into it. Every team had their own cheering section. It was so much fun. Other teams brought their cheerleaders and there were... Um, dances going on and everything uh you got to watch some of the pros they would throw out signed balls into the crowd it was a lot of fun um i even got me a t-shirt because i'm here and that's probably going to be the only match i ever get to go to here so i figured i may as well get a t-shirt so 
I'm a setter back in the U.S., so I got the uh, T-shirt for the one of the main setters for the team for that we were rooting for, the Kitakushu um, Osaka Sakai Blazers. So uh, that's it for today. So thank you for joining me again for another suggested intake of randomness. Um, this has been sports uh in japan part three of my adventures in japan so thanks for stopping by and i hope to talk to you again in the future if you enjoyed today's podcast don't forget to send me a voice message on anchor.fm the link to my voice message system is in the description of this podcast through the message system on anchor you can voice your opinions ask questions or share any ideas or topics you may want to hear on the podcast or just send me a nice little message so make sure to drop me a message and i'll find a way to fit it into one of my next podcasts